Well, hello. Uh, my name is Puneet, and I'm so excited to welcome you all to this episode of the Data Beat podcast. Every week, we'll meet to discuss about some of the highlights from the world of data, be it cloud, on-prem, analytics, BI, data warehousing, or big data. Idea is to build a community wherein engineers, architects, and leaders from the world of data can share their experiences. So, how do we connect? There are multiple channels. Channel number one. You can direct message me on LinkedIn, the coordinates of which I'll share in the show notes. You can send me a message to provide your feedback or maybe the topics that you think should be added to the show or sharing your experience with the tech stack or it can even be a problem that you recently solved. Channel number two, download anchor.fm app on your mobile device. Look for the DataBeat podcast, record a voice message and send it to me. It will allow me to add your voice message, which can be a question or an experience or what we can cover in the future episode. And it's going to be a very good opportunity for all of us to share what we know, enrich ourselves and learn from our experience in the community. I'm very excited to engage with you all and have you on the show. So let's jump right in. This week I stumbled upon a webcast uh, hosted by Microsoft to talk about their recent addition to AI for Good program. AI for Good aims to address some of the biggest challenges we are facing today. Uh, A suit called AI for Good has uh, four focus areas. First, AI for Earth. It covers AI applications in the areas related to climate, agriculture, biodiversity and water. Second, AI for Accessibility which focuses on people with disability and applying AI in the areas of enabling employment, improving daily lives, helping them communicate and connect with others. Third, AI for humanitarian action, to help agencies in the UN by having AI applications to help them deal with disasters around the world, refugees, human rights and serve the needs of children. Fourth, AI for cultural heritage. It covers AI applications focused on heritage that is important to people, preservation of languages and artifacts. AI for Good Suit has been extended by addition of the fifth area, that is AI for Health. Microsoft has been working with experts on some of the complex problems and opportunities in the areas of health. In a launch of our webcast, Microsoft showed uh, some of the AI-driven solutions including finding cause of SIDS, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. Until recently, the cause of SIDS could not be correctly ascertained. However, now, based on the data collected, coupled uh, with power of machine learning, there are some startling facts that have started to emerge. The other solution showcase was related to AI-powered machine uh, reading to bridge and apply what human molecular tumor boards do today, wherein only a sample of cases are reviewed manually and discussed for new research that is happening. Idea is to apply the same knowledge to as many cases as possible uh, with the power of machine learning and AI. The third solution, or I should say a device, uh, was also showcased, which allows health providers to diagnose diabetic retinopathy uh, in remote areas uh, or people who cannot make it to the health center. I have shared a link uh, to the webcast in the show notes for uh, you to actually see it in action. Now let's talk about uh, data privacy. 
Data Privacy Day, uh, known in Europe as Data Protection Day, is an international event that occurs every year on 28th of January. This year too, it has been observed, uh, you know, in, in all the countries uh, around the world. The purpose of Data Privacy Day is to raise awareness and promote privacy and data protection best practices. It is a reminder for each one of us to manage and take control of our privacy practices and to develop our own privacy IQ. Data privacy is not a one-day affair. It is something that needs to be followed every time, at every level and at every step. Three lessons that can help to enhance your privacy IQ. Lesson number one, a little inconvenience goes an awfully long way. So pick proper the passwords and also turn on the two-factor authentication. Lesson number two, if in doubt, don't give it out. It's important to review your privacy settings, question every request for access that an application asks when you first try to use it on your device. Lesson number three, be aware of what you share, your location, your date of birth, times when you are out on public posts and streams. Question everything. Today, cloud has become a very crucial part of business operations and awareness about data security in the cloud is all the more necessary than it has ever been. 2019 has been a year of shocking security breaches in the cloud, a trend that will only continue unless businesses make a significant course correction. Gartner recently updated their evaluation of cloud security and concluded through 2025, 99% of cloud security failures will be the customer's fault. Gartner further warned through 2025, 90% of the organizations that fail to control public cloud uh, use will inappropriately share sensitive data. Talking of three major breaches in the past year. Breach number one, Facebook. Breach size of around 540,000 records, amounting to 146 GB worth of data. Facebook's biggest attraction is the apps offered from third parties. Yet these same applications that attract users can be the conduit for data compromise. Often these third parties do not operate at the same security standards and can expose shared data that is left on unsecured servers. The Upgrad Cyber Risk team revealed in a web posting that a digital media company operating out of Mexico called Cultura Collectiva exposed over 540 million records from Facebook users on an in improperly secured AWS server. These records contained uh, that could be used to profile users in great detail included user IDs, accounts, name, account names, likes and comments. When a large cache of uh, passwords is exposed like this, they will generally go on sale on the dark web, where criminals will attempt to use them at other sites where the user may have an account in a technique called credential stuffing. It is a sobering illustration of how a company can lose control of data once shared with unreliable partners. Breach number two, Docker Hub. Breach size of around 190,000 accounts. It was discovered uh, unauthorized access to a single hub database storing a subset of non-financial user data. The breach reached about 5% of the Docker Hub customers 
but included compromise of tokens and access keys for auto build function in github and bitbucket this gives the incident a possibility of bypassing authentication possibly injecting malicious code into production pipelines of many companies and perhaps also gaining copies of proprietary code breach number 3 instagram chatterbox breach size of around 49 million records one of its business partners exposed a aws database with almost 50 million records from their users with no password required to access the data the database which was growing by the hour contained data users shared publicly such as bios profile pictures number of followers etc more concerning uh, those records were linked to private data as well such as email addresses and phone numbers unlike the previous uh, facebook exposure this data was fresh and new records were coming in the database appears to be owned by chatterbox a mumbai based media farm that builds itself as the provider of an influencer marketing tool that plays influencers to post sponsored content from their accounts on services such as instagram now to address the problem uh, showcased by these three breaches uh, there has been a collective effort going on to address this cloud security alliance which is basically a non for profit organization has a mission to promote the use of best practices for providing security assurance within the cloud computing there have been a few recommendations uh, which i have uh, uh, you know listed out and wanted to uh, you know share with you uh, about data security and encryption in the cloud the very first recommendation that they have is to understand the specific capabilities of the cloud platform that you are using also don't dismiss cloud uh, provided data security in many cases it is more secure than building your own and comes at a lower cost it aims or rather directs to create an entitlement matrix for determining access controls enforcement will vary based on cloud provider capabilities there is also a recommendation to consider casb or cloud access and security brokers to monitor data Uh, flowing into SaaS, CASP are on-premises or uh, cloud-hosted software that sit between cloud service consumers and cloud service providers to enforce security, compliance, governance policies for cloud applications. For um, another recommendation that uh, 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 CSA has uh, is to use the appropriate encryption option based on the threat model of your data. business and technical requirements threat modeling is basically a process by which potential threats such as structural vulnerabilities or the absence of un uh, or the absence of uh, appropriate uh, safeguards can be identified uh, enumerated mitigations can be prioritized the purpose of threat modeling is to provide defenders with a systematic analysis of what controls or defenses need to be included given the nature of the system the probable attacker's profile the most likely attack vectors and the asset uh, most desired by an attacker threat modeling answers questions like where am i most vulnerable to attack what are the most relevant threats and what do i need to do to safeguard against these threats uh, 
There is also a recommendation to consider use of provider managed encryption and storage options where possible use a customer managed key. Also to leverage architecture to improve data security and do not only rely completely on access controls and encryption. Uh, ensure that both API and data level monitoring are in place and that logs uh, they meet compliance and lifecycle policy requirements. I'll be sharing a link to the CSA's uh, security guidance collateral in the show notes. While researching for the topic of improving cloud security, I came across a very good article by Sam Baseta, who is a former security analyst. He has spent uh, much of his career testing network security for the Navy. If you want to dive into the topic of uh, security in the cloud, this article is a good starting point. I'll be sharing the link in the show notes for this as well. This brings us to the end of the episode. The sole purpose of starting uh, with this podcast is to learn, grow and enrich together as a community. If you have any suggestions, feedback, comment, please write to me. This is your show, so feel free to reach out to me and I'll be happy to work with you to take your learning and experience one step further. This podcast is now available on all big platforms including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Thank you very much. This is the Data Beat Podcast and I am your host Puneet. Until next time, keep the data and beat flowing.